All right. I just accidentally called the human cash point again. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Guys, we have quite an episode for you today. We have an extraordinarily unusual episode today. Today we have gotten a fetishist on the show who hit on my mother via Twitter. And instead of uh, submitting, instead of playing along with him, my mother instead asked him to be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. First I tried to get him on my uh, YouTube channel. And he didn't want his face on, so I figured I'd rather have him be on this podcast with us so we can talk for a longer period of time. And he was very nervous. His name is Toy Boy Sugar Daddy at Human Cash Point on Twitter, if anybody wants to check him out. But we have a phenomenal interview with him coming your way. Yeah. And just to give you a brief synopsis of what you're about to get into, this guy pays for women and men, actually, to to live in luxury and yeah. he gets off to that even though he doesn't know them at all yeah he'll he'll take a random person that he meets on twitter ask them if he can buy anything for them especially if they're going to be using it with another man for and, example shoes a lingerie um you know he'll pay for the whole date so for women that are not that he's going to see nothing from and the way that we got involved with him because it was because he approached my mom trying to buy her stuff. And yeah. instead of accepting, my mother said, no, why don't you just come on Sex Talk with My Mom podcast? Exactly. And uh, so he was agreeable. And I think that what's cool about this interview is that this is the first time he's ever really talked about it out loud. So be prepared for a good one. It was a new experience for all of us. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, you guys yeah. so much for tuning in. Yes. And get ready for some fun. By the way, if the one one announcement that we have, uh, we've gotten such great feedback about this chant, this this show, and people have uh, been asking us questions. So now we have a question hotline for where you can submit your own questions to be played on the show for us to answer. All you need to do is call three two three four seven two four two three seven. That's three two three four seven two four two three seven. Leave a voicemail asking us a question, and hopefully we can get to it. By And just one thing, if you're leaving us a voicemail, just know that you're giving us permission to play that voicemail on our podcast. Right. But you don't need to worry about uh, your name or your, your picture or anything beyond there. Right. It is anonymous if you'd like it to be, or if you don't want it to be, you could just leave your number and we'll call you back uh, to have a discussion if we right. so choose. That'd be great. Thank you guys so much again for listening. Yep, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Sex Talk with My Mom. Stick around. Love y'all. Because I'm going to teach him that he doesn't need to do this kind of shit. Do what kind of shit? Be the submissive toy boy sugar daddy. Do you think it's not healthy for him to be like this? No, I don't think it's healthy for him to be like this. Do you think it's healthy for him to be like this? He gives uh, away all his money. He works two jobs and gives it all away to people because he gets off on that. Well, he gets off on it. Is that good? I don't know. I mean, I, he probably is getting off more than I am. You're not getting off to this? No, I'm <laughs> saying in general. <laughs> he definitely is. He has no problem getting off because he's giving money away like crazy to all these porn stars like an idiot. Huh? I'm on my phone. Oh, oh he's on, baby. Do it. Okay.
here we go. Let's start it up. I think he's out. Hello? Can you hear us? I can, yeah. Oh, oh wonderful. Oh, we're on. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. You? We're all good. Very so, good. Where are you start. right now? Um, I'm actually in my room. Wow, so it sounds I don't know why it sounded like a factory. <laughs> we thought you were at work. Um, no, not right now. Well, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, you're you're on live with uh, with uh, Karen Lee and Cameron Potter on the Sex Talk with My Mom podcast. How you doing there? No, I'm good, thank you. So how did so? Are you, wait? You said you were nervous right now. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit. I've never done anything like this before. Yeah, what, what, make, what makes you nervous? Um, the, I don't know. I guess I don't really talk about it as such. Oh, cool. Of, it's different, obviously, to message rather than talk. Right, right, right. Well, this is a good, good step for you. Well, you should, <laughs> you should feel very comfortable with that. So we're very non-judgmental. Absolutely. Your your Twitter handle. How'd you come up with that? Um, it just seemed kind of logical for the sort of thing that I do. And what would you call what you do? Um, it's called financial domination. Um, so basically, I'm the submissive who gets used by the, the Twitter ladies. Is it is it all through? First of all, before we start, by the way, are you over 18? How old are you? I am 18. Okay, wonderful. So what is your Twitter handle? Um, it's at human cash point. Do, do you want people to, if do you want listeners to tweet at you if they're interested in it? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, and you call yourself Toy Boy Sugar Daddy, right? I do, yeah. Right. And, and so, you know, you contacted me originally. And let's just go back as to how we met. I mean, you saw my, what did you see, my Twitter name or something? Um, I can't really remember how I came across you, to be honest. Um, okay. It may have been sort of a, a retweet of something that maybe this sort of show um, uh-huh. that a mutual follower had done. Yeah, probably. Uh, so, we, yeah, I, I don't know how much time you have, but I would like to get like a little background as to when you became this submissive. Finan- you call it a financial, what did you call it again? Um, it's financial domination. Financial domination. When did you get into this financial domination? Because you're only 18. Yeah. Um, it was probably almost a year ago now. Um, sort of through an ex-girlfriend an ex-girlfriend of yours and uh so was it a normal everyday relationship you were 17 years old and you know was there anything unusual about that relationship um basically i kind of used to pay her phone bill and then when we split up she sort of made it quite clearly clear that she didn't want that to stop um and I kind of agreed, and then it's sort of one thing led to another, and it sort of turned out that she was still spending my money freely, despite the fact I was no longer her boyfriend. I mean, you, you liked it. I did, yeah. Um, and then it sort of somehow 
came across it online as well one day, and it kind of went from there, really. Is is there a community surrounding this? Are, do you know other cash points? Um, I've talked to a couple on on Twitter, um, but none personally. It's um, obviously something that I guess not many guys would um, advertise in public to their friends and family and things. So, do your friends know about it or no? Um, no, there are a couple of girls who I used to talk to who sort of know about it now and have taken advantage of it um, and you like it you like when people like women take advantage of you you like that feeling I do yeah. is it the same sort of feeling that is it like a sexual feeling or is it something completely different um, it can be it sort of is kind of hard to explain um it's like very obvious that you're blatantly being used, which is not something I guess many people find attractive or fun. Um, but I quite enjoy it. Why do you think you enjoy it? Where where did it come from? Um, it literally came from um, from my ex girlfriend. I had no idea about it before, or that anything that I would enjoy something like that. Um, well, you talked to me a little bit about, the, it's called rinsing. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, well, that's basically the the process where a woman would take a, a submissive's money. Like rinsing you of all your money? Yeah, basically. Um, so if, you're, if a guy is being rinsed, then it's a woman or a group of women or a couple taking his cash. So you, it sounds like you're kind of laughing about it when you explain it. Are you ashamed of it, or how do you feel about it? Um, Good question, Cam. <laughs> I'm, I think it's mainly nervous laughter because I haven't spoken about it before. Um, how does it feel to speak about it? It's hard to try and put it into words, to be honest. Is it emotional? I've never tried to do it before. Um. So, yeah, so it's, I don't know, I guess it's kind of awkward. <laughs> well, you know, it shouldn't be awkward. I mean, I have a, sec- I have a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. It, you know, that's, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it, and, and everyone has things that get them off differently. So I'm wondering, what do you think happened? Is there anything that happened in your childhood or, or that, that you could think that would make you want to be used by women? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I guess I've never really sort of thought about that question before or been asked that question before. Um, but no, I don't think so. I, I literally just think that I sort of got used and somehow found myself enjoying it. Um, and then just sort of looked for more and it sort of escalated, I guess. So give us some examples of things that you've done uh, that how women have used you. Um, like some of the things that I've paid for, you mean? Exactly. Um, it's, there's been all sorts from sort of girls' nights out or girls' nights in and takeaways and wine and drinks. Um, 
through to shoes, clothes, hair, makeup, nails. So are you with the girls um, while you're doing this, or are they just doing this on your dime? Um, no, I'm, it, I'm very rarely with them. Um, do do uh, you ever meet these people? Are there people on the internet that you've just found and said, can I send you money or, um, or, or gifts? Yeah, um, it's mainly on the internet um, because... I guess there are a lot of women who would perhaps find it kind of strange to meet a guy and use him so blatantly in public. Um, but I have met two who have been happy to, just to go around shopping um, with my cash whilst I carry their shopping bags around. Wow. So and this whole time, it's just very exciting for you. It's not like you're, you know, it, is this something that you later... <laughs> would like jack off to or is this something that like you know how do, how do, it's just like it's something an exciting activity for you um well sometimes it is sexual um so that does happen there's definitely um, a sexual component to this whole thing it's not like you just like like you're not like a good samaritan like just to get, you know give away money your money to any random person on the street um no i mean there's definitely the girls are yeah. usually attractive i'm assuming yeah, um, I mean, obviously, especially with my age, like money isn't um, unlimited. So I guess that there are times when you can be kind of choosy over who you send money to and who you don't, um, because there aren't really a shortage of women who would happily take your cash on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so, so walk through this because I, when you approached me, I was like, what, what's wrong with this guy? Why does he want to give me money? Um, and I, I would think feel, that's a fairly common reaction. That's a um, Okay. So at first the women are like, what is he doing? Is there some, you know, gimmick to this? And then they realize that you're legit, that you really do want to give them money. And do these women just say, yeah, buy me a pair of shoes or, you know, buy me a new dress or what do they ask of you? Um, yeah, it's kind of that simple, really. Um, so once they sort of catch on to the idea, or if they've done it before, heard about it, then they're not really shy about it. And they sort of just tell you what they want you to pay for. Um, so I don't really get a lot of say in that respect of what they spend my cash on. Does does this uh, does this make your so you, how many jobs are you working right now? I work two, two jobs, and it, it's seven days a week. It is, yeah. Wow. Um, and so, do you live at home, or where do you live? Um, I actually live in an apartment at the moment. Um, but yeah, a lot of the days it's maybe four or five days a week at sort of double shifts. So I'll finish one job and go pretty much straight to the next. And this is all and all of and you've saved no money. Um, I'll save money and I mean obviously I, I would save more if I didn't do this and I wouldn't need to work seven days a week um, if I didn't do this um, but I've never been sort of left at the point where I was totally broke from it so does when you're working do you is it does it motivate you to work it does yeah um just because I know that at the end of it, I'll be able to spoil people, basically. Wow, that's pretty wild. 
So is it is it something like also that makes you feel really good because you're helping out, uh, you know, uh, a porn star, or is it mostly more for helping you out because you want to feel like you've been belittled? Um, I guess it's probably somewhere in the middle, because um, I guess at the at the time you're doing it, it's kind of exciting, which sort of obviously benefits me, but then. 90% probably of the benefit is actually hers given that she's the one who materially benefits from what happens and are these women really appreciative or are they just kind of like you know the meaner they are the, the more that turns you on um, I quite like it when they're mean um, which some really are and some don't really even acknowledge you if you send them small amounts. Um, so in other words, <laughs> if you, if you send them something, they're like, oh, 100 bucks? Well, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and, you, and you get off on that. Yeah, a little bit. So <laughs> it, it just doesn't have any sort of impact. So they don't really acknowledge it unless you keep sending them more and more. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, when you said to me, so I'd empty my bank for you if you were like more demanding and, and like that, you know, I don't. I can't even understand why this would like be something that anybody would specifically want. But you're saying that you get some sort of sexual gratification off of that. I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, so it's I've like never an actually type of thing. totally emptied it. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Um, what'd you say? I've never actually totally emptied it before. In mean, the sort of the temptation is there, but then kind of rea- reality kicks in a little bit at some point. Usually, yeah. (laughs) I was going to ask you that. Like, have you ever considered long term, like, if this is a sustainable thing, if you want a family or, you know, or a relationship um, with a woman that actually loves you for you and not your pocketbook? I mean, your wallet. (laughs) Um, that's obviously not the case for me right now. Right, Um, you're only eighteen. But I guess in the future, could well it would be problematic. I imagine. so, yeah, I mean, I don't know how hard it would be to, to stop doing it. How often are you on it right now? Like, do you spend most of your day on Twitter? Or? Um, when I'm not at work, I actually spend quite a lot of time on Twitter, um, just purely to try and keep up with the messages and, and things that are going on. Okay, can you give us some examples of messages, like, just so we can get a feel for what's actually happening? Um, I don't know if I can right now. Um, no, I meant like just summarize them to us. Oh, okay. Um, and basically, women just sort of message me basically out of the blue. Um, I mean, they sometimes don't even follow me and just sort of send me PayPal email addresses or their like account numbers and sort codes and demand an amount for me to pay in. They're giving um, you bank account information, things like that. I mean, that's kind of. I would think stupid on their account as well because, you know, there's a privacy issue there. Also, um, also, I, I'm very frustrated hearing that. It's like they just expect <laughs> you to give them money, and they um, get angry when it's not enough. Yeah, well, I guess my so my Twitter name basically suggests that that's what I'm there for. It, right. it doesn't really beat around yeah. the bush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, you know, I guess so, yeah. it's not that unusual if you think about, like, there's a lot of men that uh, just give their credit cards to women just to say, buy whatever you want. I mean, that's not, uh, it's, it's, 
it's different in the sense that I think if the women turned around and said, fuck you, that's not enough, they probably would not do it. But, I mean, there's a little twist to this. This is a little, I think this is more of the domination, submissive type of sexual turn on. I'm getting a feel for what's going on here. Is that right? It is, yeah. Because I think the more angry and mean these women get to you, the more you're turned on by that. Yeah, essentially. Um, so, I mean, it sounds harsh to people, I guess, who don't understand it. But when I say that, like, they don't acknowledge it, it's actually kind of exciting knowing that I've just sort of sacrificed what I work pretty hard to earn for them. And it doesn't make any impact on them at all. Wow. Yeah, it's it's such a foreign. I mean, I respect that. I I respect that you're following your own gut and like going through with this, despite it not making sense to any like most of the other people. Uh, I mean, it, it's similar to what this guy. Had. I don't know if you uh, heard our podcast yet, but there was a guy who emailed me asking me if I would go into a um, hotel room and make poo and pee and and in the toilet he'd pay me several thousands of dollars if he could eat it i mean does that Whoa. sound like <laughs> i mean that's another type of you know s&m type of thing i'm imagining it's very or, you know the domination type of thing how do, how would you feel about hearing something like that um no i think that's quite a long way beyond my boundaries <laughs> <laughs> um, it, no it wouldn't do anything for me um so, but I guess that if you told him this one that I'm into, then he might find it just as weird as I find that one. Right, right. Do you do you wish that you could talk to your friends more about this? Um, or your no, family? Not really, <laughs> not really no. <laughs> no. No, I mean, your parents, um, are, your parents are a happily married couple or, or are they divorced? What's going on with them? Um, no, they divorced when I was five. So... Has money been an issue with your family? Um, not to my knowledge, no. Um, never sort of seems to be. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Does it ever get to a point where it, you're so disempowered that it's no longer arousing? Um, no, not really. Um, it just tends to be when I sort of have the cutoff point where it gets to the point where if I carried on sort of spending for a little while then I wouldn't be able to afford rent or food mm-hmm. um, and have you gotten close to that um, to an extent where I've had to make sacrifices and things um, but never properly um, sort of a hardcore level what what kind of sacrifices have you made um just on things where it's sort of very basic and short food allowances until the next pay packet. Wow. Really? So sort of when and you get and, and, and away, the thing is and you're not giving other people money so they can eat. You're giving your hard earned cash so someone can go buy uh, a pair of you know, a really nice shoes or a lingerie and you know they're going on dates with other guys. Yeah. Um and I've actually paid for those dates and outfits to wear on the dates and all sorts. So, and then they do they report to you with like pictures or, or you know, the comments on Twitter about uh, the fun they've had 
wearing all the stuff that you bought with another man? Um, yeah, I mean, that's quite common um, that I sometimes get like an outfit picture that I've paid for of them telling me how much their boyfriend or their date is going to enjoy them in it. Hmm. And that turns you on, obviously. It does, yeah. So it's kind of like, in some respect, you don't feel like you're being taken advantage of because you're getting something from this. Um, I guess so, um, until afterwards. And then obviously once the thrill has died down, it sort of kicks in that you were purely used for their benefit, I guess. So so will you talk more about that? Exactly, that's what I was going to ask. Um, about what bit, sorry. Um, the, I actually don't have much longer that I can talk for right now. Okay, um, so this will be the last question then. When? Okay. So, so will you talk? Is it? Will you talk us through the basically the trajectory of your emotions when you pay for someone, and then like when does it start dying down, and what does it feel like when do you start beating yourself up about it? Um, I don't really beat myself up about it, um, but obviously, once they've got what they wanted unless they want more then they sort of don't see the point in talking to you um or if it has like a sexual edge then once that's been taken care of or died down or whatever then it's sort of the reality i guess sinks in that you've just paid for another guy's girlfriend to look really hot for him (laughs) (laughs) um in essence which if you told your friends or something to think you were crazy. When it's happening, it's fun. Right. But then the, how do you feel then when that, that reality sinks in? That, does that make you feel low or, and, and, you know, kind of depressed or anything like that? Um, I guess it can do. Um, um, I mean, not massively, otherwise I wouldn't keep doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they sort of take a, large sum off you then it's like I guess it sinks in of how much you've spent and I mean it could be like a month's rent sort of equivalent and it's gone in like two minutes so it's almost like (laughs) an addiction um I guess so um I've never really tried to stop so I don't know if I if that's easy to do or not um but yeah I mean I haven't really seen a reason to stop at the moment. Well, do you have any questions for us? Um, I don't think so, to be honest. Um, I don't know. It's just been um, quite an interesting conversation to it, actually talk about it for once. Yeah, do you, do you feel a little liberated by that? Um, kind of. Good. Um, That's so, awesome. Yeah, well, thank you. No, we, we thank you. And really thank you for... Um, being honest with us because I think that it, once you get it out there, maybe you will do some reflecting and think about what you're doing and whether or not you want to continue it. And I think you know self awareness is really good for everyone. And it's also been it's been a great experience for me at least because I, this is a, like such a unique perspective to have, and it's cool to hear someone living based on their own drum, unique drum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> right. Well, thank you again for this conversation, and definitely, um, it you know, tune into the podcast "Sex Talk with My Mom" so you can uh, hear yourself and and maybe get some more insights about what what's going on in your life. And thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thanks. Bye. And we'll keep in touch. Yeah. Of course. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, you just listened to Sex Talk with My Mom with uh, uh, Human Cash Point. Uh, I've named Toy Boy Sugar Daddy. Uh, from He's from um, from the UK. Yeah, that was a wild conversation. You know, it made it really. It's interesting because in in you know you want people would real easily come to judge someone like that, but I don't think. I mean, he's doing like you said. Well, he's doing what he wants to do. I mean, he knows more about what turns him on than I do. Like <laughs> seriously, he's done more experimenting than I have, and I'm like, wow. Like when I'm when I'm hooking, I've been hooking up with this girl, and she asked me like, what turns me on? I'm like, I don't. Everything you're doing, what you do, you are turning <laughs> me on. This guy knows specifics. He's like, give me, give me what you want to buy, and I will buy it for you, and that's going to be a big turn on. That's a very right. unique thing. I mean, I don't. I'm. I thought that was a very cool uh, conversation I had with someone. It was totally cool, and it made me also realize that. You know, everyone has their sexual fetishes and sexual deviancy or whatever it is. Um, and I don't have a problem with anyone as long as they're not being hurt. And if he's not necessarily feeling that he's being hurt, then who's to say that that's wrong, what he's doing? Exactly. It did on feel... Other, sorry, go on. You no, know, on the other hand, I was saying it, it did feel a little bit like it was an addiction, like, uh, you know, almost like a gambling or a drug addiction. It, I, For me, it did get a little depressing to know that this was something that he couldn't share with others or that he was ashamed by. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he did say that he felt good talking about it for the first time, which made me feel good to know that. Yeah. Well, he also said kind of, and then you pressured him into saying that this was <laughs> yeah, a good experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no. He just sent me a text saying, I hope that was okay. Oh, that was, yeah, that's good. He seemed like a sweet guy. Very sweet guy. And, uh, you know, I just, it, it is, I just wonder how he, he went down this path and what caused this? It just, he, he didn't seem to have any answers for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is 18. So I think that question is, uh, requires a lot of introspection. Yeah. Yeah. But it it still is quite an unusual obsession. Yeah. And uh, I think at some point or another, it would be good for him to see some sort of therapist to try to get to the bottom of what's going on. Yeah, maybe he should he should stop buying some outfits for a second. Yeah, to, put that money towards a little therapy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, I I was a little nervous to be honest, because uh, th- he sounded like he was hyperventilating or something that he was like jerking off or something during our phone call. There's definitely that possibility. Did that cross your mind? Yeah. Ew! Did, why didn't well, you say something? <laughs> And the reason it crossed my mind is because right before that, uh, he had said, uh, you know, he was he was saying the more the more that I demand of him, the more he'd empty his bank account for me. Jesus Christ! I but I think it would be a little challenging to keep a conversation like that, masturbating. Yeah. I don't know what he. No, I know. I think he stopped masturbating. I, I'm I'm not even sure he did, but I think he was genuinely nervous because he said he's never spoken about this. Yeah, so. yeah. I I felt nervous listening because I could hear it in his voice that he was very yeah. nervous. So yeah. Yeah, what a cool experience that we are the first the first people he's come out to verbally. Yeah, that have done. Yeah. It. Well, I guess the people that he's met in person talked about. No, but I don't think 
they they were just part of his game or whatever. Right. This is the first time he's actually thought about what he's doing and why he's doing it. Uh, he asked me like, on, "If you're going to take my money, aren't you?" It's you know that he still wants me to take his money. I mean, it's <laughs> so fucking weird. I mean, I, I I really go back and forth on how I feel about this. On the one hand, um, on the, how I feel about the fact that you he approached you and that like here here's what I'm confused by. I inherently have this negative reaction to these girls saying, yeah, I want to take your money. That's fucking irritating to me. I'm like, they're using you, you him. Don't, you don't even like pay for a drink for a girl. <laughs> I know. It's very like I, the money that I make, I, I, I'm i like every dime that I spend on someone else. I'm like, it, I, really, it? I, I really hope that they're appreciating this because I worked hard for this and I, I you know. But and, and are you expecting something in return? Like, are you going to continue to pay for a date if if you don't get any kind of like sexual gratification after well, that. I mean, I'm not paying for sex like that. It, that is certainly not why I would pay for a date, but it does. I, I, I would like to, there's to be some equality in it. Like, Oh, if I pay for this then you'll pay for this I, enough right. with the, you know, I, I but on I, the other hand, like, okay, so if you go out with a guy friend, you are certainly splitting the bill, right? Right. You, there's you, not, you right. Exactly. I'm not fucking paying for him. And mostly because, there's no sexual component to it right but i i do feel i I, yeah i think the first few dates i with girls i feel like i have to pay because that's what society tells me to do and they will not give me a chance to get to know them more if i don't pay but then once i'm dating them then we have to figure out a regimen that's like okay i'll pay for this meal if you pay for that meal i'll pay for right. this if you pay for, like something something because otherwise i'm gonna go fucking bankrupt and i don't want to be making sacrifices like, like this making the living on fucking job. food stamps to fucking support some girl going out with another guy can you imagine I, I i really but at the same time so i feel that that frustration about that and on the other hand this fucker seems to be getting a lot out of it like he's got purpose he's yeah. got a mission in life right now he enjoys it. Everybody, he definitely is getting off on it. He, but then you know, there it's like that. The same thing as like an addiction. He gets off on it, and then there's that depression afterwards. I know, you know, I know. It reminded me of, you know, kind of going back to that fantasy masturbation discussion we had, mm-hmm. where as soon as if I if I if I jack off or something, I don't like it because I come and then I realize the person is not there at all. This was a complete fantasy in my head. It was mm-hmm. not reality. And this guy. In the same way, he's, he's like investing in this relationship, right? And yet, it doesn't. It completely perishes immediately after. It's very sad oh, it, yeah. I, for me. It, it's a very sad thought, but I guess for him, he's aroused by it. It's very confusing. I'm very conflicted that, by it. <laughs> and then, and then he wants to, you know, do it again immediately afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, it is it, it seems very similar to like guys that uh, are doing, you know, on twi- on Tinder. You know, we talked uh, that article that we read about the the guys are on Tinder. They have sex with a girl, and immediately, even if they're still in the room with the girl, they are on Tinder trying to get another Tinder date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. I know, I know. The fact that he's on Twitter, and oh, he just, most of the just, time that he's not at, yeah. at work. He just asked me if I can please if I please follow him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> right, right now. Are you going to follow him? My he calls me his pleasure goddess. Jesus Christ. I wonder how he felt with me being on the call because we did not tell him. I don't. I can't believe you didn't tell him that I was going to be on the goddamn call. I, I don't know how that just happened to slip my mind. Maybe so he, it was <laughs> deliberate. 
There was. Because <laughs> I, I didn't think he was going to go for it then. I, I just, I said, you want to be on my podcast? And, and I, I guess it just slipped my mind that uh, you were going to be on it as well. But I mean, he seemed to be fine about it. Yeah, I actually think I made a nice friend out of it. Are you going to be friends with him from now on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if our interests overlap enough. Yeah. Um, but I will follow him. I, I, I mean, he's a very likable kid. He's sweetheart. Goddamn sweetheart. How do you feel about it? Does it make you depressed hearing from him about, about all this? I want to like take him and nurture him and like tell him that he's a mutt. And I have already done that, by the way, on Twitter. I've been saying to him, you know, don't you want to have a real relationship? And don't you want someone to love you for you and not for your money and that kind of thing? Um, I've tried. Um, obviously not doing very well with that. But yeah, I want to just, I, I want to take him and like kind of like, you know. Shake him. Shake him up a little bit and tell him to get some confidence and, and that he doesn't have to do this. But, you know, I don't think right now he's in a place where he wants to hear that either. Yeah. yeah I thought it was pretty interesting when you described the, the shit eater yeah. asking you if you, if, if you would poop in a toilet for him. Uh, he seemed to be repulsed by that, saying that's out of his, out of his, his league. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But then he said that he thought that that guy would, you know, obviously feel the same way about what he does. Exactly. Man. It, yeah. It's just, there's a lot of sexual deviancy out there that we need to explore. Yeah. I, I, it's very funny. It's something so foreign to me. I, I, it really, I have no idea where, how it could possibly be arousing. I, you know what? I, I, some guys really get into being dominated by women and they, you know, I've done, I've read a lot of articles about, um, you know, some of the, the men that are do, uh, like to be dominated are high powered men in, in corporate jobs, CEOs of companies. And that's the only time that they feel like, you know, that someone dominates them is in the bedroom, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, yeah. I mean, I've had, remember I had that experience where I was with a girl who tried to be like my teacher, my sex teacher. Yeah, why don't you talk about that? That was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't think it was so hilarious. I thought it, it was a very disturbing night for me. I know. I'm sorry for laughing. It just this is a visual. And, and she listens to this podcast, so I don't. I'll try. I'm going to try to be as transparent as possible about this. But yeah, basically, I started hooking up with this girl, and uh, it, it somehow changed and morphed into this dynamic where she felt like she was going to be my teacher, and she was like. Well, describe just a little bit of a how what that happened. It just the way you told me at the time, I just burst out laughing because I I just had this visual of what she was doing to you. So I mean, part well, of me well, wanted to protect you also because I thought, what the fuck is she doing with my son? But then go on. Well, so here's what happened, and I'll I'll give the full story, and uh, hopefully she'll be understanding. Um, so basically, this this girl and I met, and I. Uh, we we hit it off, and I asked her, I asked her out on a date, and it was it was um, it's funny because money has to do with this as well. I asked her to go on a date, but I had I had dinner plans that night, so I said, "Why don't we go get drinks afterwards?" You know, this is get you know, let's get to know each other. Drinks, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then she messages me saying, "Okay, uh, I know you're having dinner, but I just looked at the menu at this place, and I I have to get food there." Like, that's an interesting... I was like, that's fine, okay. But then I'm expecting, of course, if she's going to order a whole meal or whatever, then we're going to be splitting it. So anyway, we end up up going going to the dinner, and 
she, so she she orders some food. We order a round of drinks. I'm expecting just one round of drinks. And she orders a second round of drinks for us. So now the bill is... And this is not a cheap restaurant. This is... The bill is getting jacked up by the end this of it. It's like $80. Los Angeles at its prime. $80 is not something... Is not it's something that I have in my budget right now. So we end up doing that. And it's going well. You know, we're hitting it off. She, you know, we're laughing. We're having a good time. And you were attracted to this girl. I was attracted to this girl. And then she goes, let's go get ice cream. So we end up going to this gourmet ice cream place afterwards. You're going ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. I'm seeing the money just flying away. And, uh, you know. Now did, wait, did she offer to pay for the ice cream since you pay for the dinner? It's always like these, these like, you know, it's like the uh, she she would offer, but it would be understood that, like. She did not want you to accept the offer. Right, right. That I needed to rebut and, and say, no, 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 let me. So I felt like I had to do that. So then, so then I pay for the ice cream. So now we're up to like 80, 90 bucks. This is very, you know, and then I have to, at this point, I'm a little drunk. I have to urinate. So I go, and she happens to live very close by. So I say, why, you know, let's go back to your place so I can urinate. At this point also over the ice cream, we ended up kissing each other. I kiss in the ice cream parlor? No, we're sitting on the sidewalk kissing. I Ice cream's going everywhere. It was. It's not. I a, like that. That that's that's kind of that's romantic. That's cool. It was a it was a nice romantic thing. So then, so then I I, I need to go to the bathroom. So we go back to her place, and um, she goes, "We're only kissing." Like that's and I said, "That's fine. That's great." Obviously, I'm here for the spiritual sex. I'm seeing want to see if there's a connection here. I we don't need to jump into anything past kissing at this point. And I agree with that. So we're kissing, and it's getting a little handsy. And then, so, so, had you she, peed at this point? Yeah, I immediately, uh, okay. immediately upon entering the, the apartment, I urinated. So then, yeah, so we're hooking up, and then it's getting a little handsier. And then she goes, she reminds me, and she goes, "We're just kissing." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's great." But then, her hand descends onto my penis <laughs> like a vulture, <laughs> like a vulture. And I go, no. "What? What happened?" To the just kissing rule. Wait, I, I first of all, this is like role reversal. Isn't it supposed to be the other way around? I, I don't know. It <laughs> it was just very confusing because she just had told me we're just kissing. <laughs> and then clearly this was not just kissing. And I said, What's what happened to the just kissing? And she goes, Well, it doesn't count if it's over the pants. Oh, were you aroused at this point? Yeah, I was aroused. I'm hooking up with a girl. I'm very aroused. Of course, I'm aroused. <laughs> I get. I look. I, yeah, I'm very easily aroused. We talked about this. Oh yeah. So, okay. so yeah. So we're 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 hooking up, and and then, so then I feel like I should start reciprocating. And you, okay, so you went towards her. I crotch area. Yes, I start. I started, You know, grabbing her like she's grabbing me, and then somehow the. the Somehow the pants come up and she's inserting my whole hand into her. And like it, she really becomes like, it a dominatrix. was, it was be- like being with a dominator. She's like, she's trying to like give me tips and like going deeper, harder, faster. Look in the eyes, look in the eyes, get at a finger, get three fingers in there. I'm like, oh, what? what is happening? What? Is- I was I'm in a full sweat. I, I like. I, it was all, it was really an intense experience. I didn't know if I should be aroused by it. I, I, I felt pretty much emasculated the whole time, actually. I did, it, it, but then she goes, this okay. Like, this is a first date? I mean, you've never... Did, how, we I went mean, on a, we had like We had like a, a lunch date at one point. Okay. But this is the first real date. Mm-hmm. 
so this is like we're jumping ahead a lot of steps. You know, we move from just kissing with, over some friendly ice cream to, you know, full on like finger banging 101. It was <laughs> so intense. And then she goes, stop. And I go, oh, God. It, it, she goes, <laughs> she goes, now it's my turn. I bet you're not going to last two minutes. Oh my God! That, that that's that. I gotta tell you, to me, that would be a major boner killer. I well, I'm thinking. She goes. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. There's no chance I'm lasting two minutes. I don't. <laughs> she should have taken that bet for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so then she like licks her whole hand. Oh my God! And grabs my penis. She gives me a hand job, <laughs> and I couldn't enjoy it because. Obviously, I don't last. To I last very short time. We've talked so about this. She, I, as soon as she it, mentioned the time thing, that already put the pressure on. I, the pressure is on, which really went once I lose. I, 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 it's not good. I lose control very easily, and so. But I couldn't even enjoy as I was ejaculating because she started saying, "Oh wow, it's happening! It's happening! It's really happening! Wow, that was quick! That was really quick!" As I'm ejaculating. Oh my god. This I I really I don't know what to say, Cam. And then I felt like I needed to. I felt like she didn't get off at all, so I felt like I had to go in again to the fingering, and it clearly <laughs> wasn't working. I was at this point, I, I was like my entire arm was like completely <laughs> sore from so much finger banging. Oh and my god! I, well, she had she clearly took control, and you know that that I'm always saying that it's nice sometimes for the woman to take control and vice versa, but. That was sort of like an uneven, uneven type experience. This was it, it was ex- extremely uneven, and then I, I at this point I, I start the anxiety starts kicking in. So I I'm sitting there in bed, and I, she's asking me questions, but I I have such a loud monologue going on in my head about how I've really I've, I've really you know I I've gone too far. I don't know her that well. This is you know I, this is not a good situation that I'm in right now. I I, I wish we would have like taken trapped? this much slower. I felt very trapped, and then so. So I was like, I I started telling her. She was like, what are you thinking? I can tell your mind is working very fast. And I go, yeah. I, I And I started explaining all the thoughts. I was like, yeah, I, I think we jumped into this very way, way too quickly. I, I feel like I should go. And so. It almost sounds like you felt raped. Well, I would say I was, I would not say I was raped because I was clearly participatory and uh, like reciprocating. So no, I was, I was not raped, but it did feel like this was being with a very intense teacher that I did not necessarily expect. You know, who, who would have liked to have been with your teacher? The cash point. That's they right. Would have fucking loved this shit. Would have loved it because that girl would have taken control and uh, he actually might have actually had his first physical pleasure. I wonder, we should have asked if he was a virgin. Oh, we should have. Yeah, follow-up mm-hmm. question. Follow-up question. Is he a virgin? Yep. Oh, you let's, let's, t- let's take, a, if you want to call us, and give your predictions of whether or not is a virgin. Please call this number. What do you have that number handy, Cam? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, we now have a hotline up. So if you have any questions for us that you'd like to leave, please call 323-472-4237. That's 323-472-4237. And uh, we'll, we'll be taking your, your calls. And you can call at any point, just leave a message, and by calling, you're giving us permission to error your call on this show if we so choose. So that, just keep that in mind. Yeah. 
a little release. Yes. But um, yeah, if you want to reach uh, at Human Cash Point, he wanted me to share his Twitter name. It's Toy Boy Sugar Daddy at Human Cash Point. Uh, and let us know if you think he's a virgin and your thoughts about uh, his uh, sexual preferences. Yep, yep. Yep, that was an interesting one, Moot. Yeah, so what happened with the girl? Well, we actually are, are, are kind of buddies now. <laughs> yeah, really? So you, did are. you ever discuss your feelings with her after yes, that? Or? Yes, it was very hard to uh, to not discuss. And she's offered multiple times to try to help me in the, in the sex category, in, in, you know, <laughs> if I wanted any more lessons. And I have not taken her up on that. Um, Mainly because you're scared? Yes. Yeah, that was too, like a very intense experience for me. Well, I think you also had an experience back in college where you were bitten. No, you keep going about that it was biting. It was not biting. This is a story for a future time that there was no biting involved. Okay, we'll talk about that at a later date. I did end up in the urgent care center, so that is something to be discussed later on. (laughs) That that was quite a funny episode. Don't we're going to definitely keep that for a later date. Yeah. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Sex Talk with my mom with Karen Lee Potter and Cameron Potter. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, if you get a sec, please review our our podcast on the iTunes store. It would really help us uh, get more visibility. Yes, we would love it and download everything and share it on all the social media platforms. <laughs> and And one more time, you got the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you all for listening. I love you all. Mwah. Bye. Yeah. There was a kissing again. <laughs> okay, Mom. Spread the love. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.